Hey guys, welcome to Challenge, a podcast all about MTV's The Challenge. <laughs> this is Brian. Sitting next to me is. <laughs> Across the internet is the big team. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> bring it, we're bringing, bringing the energy tonight. Right? I was like, I'm confused. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> we we did have a review saying we sounded bored and disinterested oh. and um, not very enthusiastic. So maybe maybe tonight Head we just to challengepod.com. <laughs> Links to all of our Facebook groups and all kinds of merch you can not buy. Brian's trying to make and like a go to sleep, sleepy time podcast. You can join our Patreon. <laughs> Tim, what do they get as they join our Patreon? Well, I think a new benefit should be Wolfie oh, reads God. books in that voice. Right? I'm already that... yawning. Like, what are you talking to for like two seconds and I'm yawning? Yeah. It'll help put people to sleep. It'll be a yeah. very calming, relaxing time. I agree. So we got to get an audiobook version up, and uh, we'll have Wolfie read that as a benefit. Uh, one buck a month. You can get our exclusive pre-show and after-show content, years worth of content. It is a bargain for $1 a month. $2 a month, we say your name, although the rules are a little different this month um, because we are donating everything that we made in from our Patreon account last month in June to Black Lives Matter. Um, so a lot of people uh, signed up to be new patrons or up to their pledges. So for this month, this is I guess this is the last time we're going to read all of our our names of people that have donated. Yeah. So except for those lame people that donated and then dropped their donations, how dare you? That was pretty weak sauce, dude. That one guy pledged a hundred, and then haven't the day before ever, it charged. Haven't you ever intended to? Um, do something and then the finances didn't work out. Listen, you don't know. Well, I would say in that case, don't pledge in the first place. Well, listen, he had like, maybe they just thought they had good intentions and they thought it was going to work out and something came up. All right. Has, has something ever come up doubt. in your life? Huh? Miss benefit of the doubt. Fine. I was going to give that dating hey guy tons of shit, but I'll be understanding. Hey guys, Tim, why don't you read us people that donated? All right. We'll do sleepy time over there. Uh, Allie, Alphonse, Alvin, Amanda, Amanda, another Amanda, Andrew, Andrea, Angela, another Angela, April, another April, Kate, Carlin, Caroline, Christian, Christina, Christopher, Danielle, Danny, Daz, Derek, Eddie, Emma, Amelia, George, Gina, Greg, Heather, Heidi, Hercules, Jamie, Jamie, spelled differently, Janelle, Jen, Jesse, Kate, Kiana, Laura, Lee, Leanne, Lily, Lizzie, LJ, Lords, Luke, Madeline, Michelle, another Michelle, Patty, Roldan, uh, page two, Ryan, Sarah, Sarah Lynn, Scott, Seth, Shakar, Shelby, Stephanie, Stephanie, Summer, Tara, Victoria, and Zach. Oh, thank Thanks, you, guys. everybody. That's awesome. The list keeps getting longer. I am and so overwhelmed by everyone's uh, gracious. So it should have been processed today. <laughs> so we'll try to have a total of what we're going to donate next week. For the next show. Yeah, we'll have show. it for the next show. Yes, by then we should definitely have it. Let me, I'm trying to find out if I can get the earnings right now, but oh. I'm, not, I'm not very good at Patreon. 
Right. I looked earlier. Okay. It said it was still can, processing. Right. We can We can get the get it next week. All right. Well, it looks like it, it looks like our earnings for this month are at three forty three oh nine. That's after all the taxes and fees and all that stuff. Three forty three. Plus, we're chipping in a couple hundred bucks of our own money, so we're at let's just make it even five fifty. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Good, yeah. Good enough. That'll be we'll awesome. Five fifty to Black Lives Matter with the little in the memo line. Fuck you, D. And that's it. That sounds great. That's awesome. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for getting in on this with us and supporting a good cause. Indeed. Also, I don't think Wolford properly plugged our Facebook group. It is the best place to talk about the challenge. And we'll post uh, proof of our donation there once it's it's all done. Yeah, guys. So, Amanda, why don't you tell us what happened this week? Will you stop that? I literally am yawning. Like, I, you got to stop it. Like, I'm going to be put to sleep over here. Get that kid some cocaine oh right my now. Gosh. <laughs> right? Folks, Where's get hyped. Back? It was episode 14 today. Uh, your time is going to come. You know, we didn't stop talking about it. Is this a song title? Like, I didn't even get a chance to look it up. I don't know. Should I Google um, it? Yeah, you go ahead and Google it. Um, right. So Kyle does the previously on. Um, he says, I got my red skull. Uh, and Johnny says, stupid tattoos don't count. And uh, camera moved to Kyle's tattoo of a skull that has red eyes on his chest. So, uh, your time is going to come is a Led Zeppelin song. Okay, okay. Led Zeppelin song, right? My dad would be really mad that I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, off the bat. But I just was like, oh, man, with all the D stuff happening, we really, I, for, I think I forgot to look up the, or talk about the last one even. So, anyway. I don't know what kind that. of D stuff you're talking about, because she was non-existent right? in this episode. You saw her a couple times in the background. Yeah. I will say, MTV, man, they're getting good, good. at just Ooh. making her just is- not... This episode was much better editing-wise, MTV. Yeah. Good job. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, at least it didn't feel like there were these horribly, you know, close shots. And, I mean, I grant it, she wasn't in the tribunal, which helps. Um, but I think there was just a lot of drama. Maybe, maybe D's been a little light, was a little light on the drama during this part of the season anyway. So maybe it was that kind of helped out with it. But anyways, the editing was much better this episode. Yeah. And it is just, it's super fascinating to me that D can be in this game without tons of other players and MTV can just like sort of strategically cut around her all the time that you just don't even notice that she's there. Well, it makes you realize how easily reality TV can be edited. Yeah, that's true <laughs> to, too. To whatever perception they want. But I wonder I if mean. there's like, if there's, you know, people watching this that aren't super fans, that don't follow social media, that don't kind of know what's going on with the, the D situation, do, would they even notice that she's not there anymore? You know what I mean? Uh, the disclaimer at the front. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, I mean, you see her uh, occasionally. You know what I mean? Or if it is something where there's teams and they list out the teams she's listed, you know? Right. Um, Or they show, like, a big wide shot of everybody. She's always there. 
Um, so, I mean, I guess. it's Like yep. I said, it is very similar to what they did on that dra- on Drag Race. Yeah. Cass says Rogan is barely in it now, and I think probably yeah. because he was wrapped up in a lot of the D stuff. So because D's gone now, Rogan has to be too. Well, and I bet they're together a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but that makes me like so... it, a, a limited amount of Rogan makes me really like him. Yeah, when you just see a little tidbit of him and he says something funny, like you're like, "Hey, I enjoy yeah. you." Yeah, but then too much. We know what that's like. I don't. I don't need that again. Right, that's too much. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. Wolf, where are you? <laughs> are we editing, Are we going to edit Wolfie out of this episode just like we edited uh, yeah. D out? No, guys, I'm still here. I'm talking like that. <laughs> okay, so this episode starts off back at the bunker um, after Nani's, Nani's elimination. I'm not as good as Wolfie at the sound effects, but he's obviously not up for him tonight. Yeah. Uh, so then we get everybody is like a little like, I need my red skull, Kyle, Bailey. Um, then we get Josh talking to... Uh, to the room full of everybody and says that he is just sick over all of this and um, he probably is very worried <laughs> and he's got to get in this elimination the pressure is so intense he says <laughs> um yeah <laughs> so, Wolf, Wolfie put himself to sleep Cass says yeah there we go see he Amanda, put check- to sleep Check a pulse, Amanda. Check a pulse. His eyes are still open, and he seems to be moving, so I think he's he's all right. I'm still here, guys. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. And then um, Josh calls out Anissa for being dead weight because they bring up, like, okay, well, maybe somebody's going to get brought up. Well, if it's going to, like, they kind of speculating on the format for this week, like, is it a double? Um, could it be, you know, two guys and two girls? Could it be a double men's elimination? Um, and anyways, and so Josh then calls out Anissa for being dead weight. And the rest of the guys worry about being teamed with her, up with her on a leg of the final also. He's um, probably right. She probably would be very hard to run a final with. Yep. And him too. Like, I mean. Whatever. <laughs> Well, we saw Anissa run a final with uh, the Duel 2, where they kind of had to yeah. switch partners at various checkpoints, and that cost Mark Long the win, almost for sure, that season. And Mark Long was real cool about it, but, you know, Free Agents was a was a solo final, but that was a similar thing. You had to switch partners. Yeah. So I think they're thinking about this the right way. Oh, that, sure, sure. To be a little worried about it. And Anissa's right. dismissing it, but she shouldn't, you know. Right. Well, she's dismissing it because it's good for her game to try to take these people off of that kick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it. I mean, it's it's self-saving. It's it's not that she thinks that it's going to be all individual. You know what I mean? I don't think it needs to. I think she's I think this is her tactic, her ploy to her pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, um, yeah, Kylie makes a comment that she's a good person, but, uh, and kind of says that she used to be really good, um, but that her best days are behind her. They do this really sweet montage though of Anissa's kind of proud moments. And that was kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah. She's had some good moments, but she's never been that great of a player. She she was pretty good in eliminations just because she was bigger than a lot of the, the other women. Right. But she's never been a super strong player. 
Never when it comes to like endurance comps and no. stuff like that. No. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah, and Kyle pretty much says like, uh, yeah, and I don't care about personality. I'll drag them <laughs> like as long as they're <laughs> running ahead of me. I'll just deal with them all the way over the finish line. Yeah, but that's what they're struggling with. I think is that this season, these is real cool and calm and. They like her as a person, but they don't. They want to kick her off too. Yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah, uh, Nelson um, thinks that it's disrespectful um, to kind of talk about Anise like this. That she, um, she's a longtime vet and has experience, um, and that she should kind of be respected for that. Um, Wolfie. Are you warming up to Nelson yet? Isn't that a stand-up nice thing Nelson did? Nelson, whatever. Right. Okay. Nelson's that says a, it all. Nelson's on a good swing. He is uh he's living his but he's, he's being real nice and thoughtful to people. Um so then we get this phone call with Anissa and her mom. <laughs> I love this phone call cuz her mom keeps asking her questions like, "Hey, how are you?" and she's like, "Cold." And she's like, "Where are you?" And she's like, "I can't tell you." <laughs> and uh then she's like, uh, are you doing good? How many people are left? <laughs> like, you know, I can't tell you that either. <laughs> like, it's so funny that her mom just asked her all these questions and that uh, they decided to include this phone call. It's kind of funny. Um, this is weird, too. We've seen a lot of phone calls this season. Phone calls aren't normally like this allowed, are they? Or a yeah. part of the show. If they do get phone calls, we don't see them most of the time. Yeah, and it's yeah. usually like, and when we do see it, it's usually like, all right, you got five minutes, so make right. it super fast, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of weird. I wonder if they can just go into that room and call whoever they want whenever they want whenever now. They want, yeah, I don't know, or if they have like allotted times or what it is. Yeah. Yeah, because we we heard later in the episode, Fessy talked about talking to his girlfriend. We yeah. didn't see that call, but right. so I mean, people are just like fucking talking to whoever they want. Right. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah, the disconnection from home was always kind of a thing here. And, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely seems to be not quite the case. But I don't know. Maybe they're limited. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Right. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, this is when uh, Anissa talks about how she has made it to, like, the day before the final uh, twice and been eliminated um, and that she really doesn't want to keep that pattern up. Uh, yeah, and then we get Corey and Fessy. This is when Fessy talks about his girlfriend. Um, and then Fessy also talks about uh, not getting his shot in the pros, playing football, and kind of how he has spent his whole um, life kind of with that end game in mind. And when it didn't happen for him, he didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought it was really interesting. He mentions that um, because he is a a large Middle Eastern Muslim man, that he really used sports to help break stereotypes um, and kind of, you know, put himself out there. Um, And so now he's using the challenge as kind of his second chance since he didn't get to football. Did he talk about this history on uh, Big Brother? No, not, I mean, not that I saw, I didn't watch any of the live feeds. I'm sure he did. I'm sure if you watch the live feeds that, but like, I, I mean, 
his pro football career, yes, we heard all about that. Or his mm. his college career and then him not getting the pros. Right. Yeah, mm. you, we heard about that, but not about, you know, kind of him using yeah. sports and that, yeah. Yeah, the, the more I see of Fessy, the more I like him. It makes yeah. me wonder why MTV spent 14 episodes never showing the dude. <laughs> um because he seems like a good guy. He seems like a, a good addition think, to the challenge. I think that's the thing, though, is I think that he didn't have any drama. And, like, those yeah. first several, you know, episodes were all drama. Yeah. You know? Um, well, I'm thankful to Dee because I feel like her uh, being edited out means we get more fessy. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. I agree. I think we're definitely getting more of them. I think... The numbers being pared down and then making it, uh, him and Casey making it this far has definitely put them into spotlight. But yeah, D, uh, D being off has definitely helped. Um, yep. I think she's just loud and she's controversial. And so she gets on TV a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Anita says Fessy's a good but boring guy. That sums it yeah. up, I think. Yeah. But that's it. I like good and boring guys. That's why I'm friends with Wolfie. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, yeah, Corey. Uh, Corey then tells Fessy that he has he has more than proved himself, uh, and he knows that like he's here to kind of stay in the challenge. So um, I was excited to hear that. It sounds like you know they're all kind of enjoy him, which means he'll probably be back. Uh, Corey says that they have some real what i don't even know what i meant there like a real bond or something anyways bromance oh, they have something real something it should have been something real the two of them <laughs> oh, oh, say that. God. um and That's then weird. the alarm and lights start going off at bedtime in the bunker everyone reeks out mm-hmm. and knows they have to suit up we got a glimpse of everybody's nighttime routines yeah Josh with his weird skin mask thing and Melissa with her hair and curlers. He does have flawless skin. I don't like whatever his skin regimen is. He does That's the pretty, only thing about him that he is does flawless. a pretty sure does. good job at it. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe I should send him a message and find out if I can get his uh, regimen. Cause his skin does look really good. <laughs> Um, but I yeah, anyways, they're all suit, they all suit up. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so yeah, that takes us to a nighttime challenge. Challenge. Uh, they show up. True, and T- true. TJ says, surprised to see me. Uh, he says that he wants to see who has it in them to run his final. Uh, that this is an individual game. Um, and it's called Running Out of Time. Uh, down a long corridor and through a tunnel is a pile of heavy stuff. Uh, you have to run and grab heavy stuff from the pile and run it back in your to put it in your enemy's drum. Um, TJ doesn't really say how long, but TJ says at some point I will ring an alarm and you will have to rush back and get on your pedestal holding your drum suspended. Uh, if you do not make it back to the pedestal, you're DQ'd. Uh, the guy and the girl who hold their barrel the longest will win. Uh, 
TJ says this is an, this is the age old game of screw your enemy. Um, mm-hmm. He also announces that this week is a double elimination week, which means one man and one woman will be going home, uh, as well as one man and one woman will get a red skull. Uh, TJ says it's going to be a long night. Good luck. So. Yeah, I like these screw your neighbor things because it oh, really it makes you really expose all of your alliances. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, in this particular game, I think we there there there's no hidden ones that we know about necessarily. Yeah. Um, but I still like it. it. It forces you to kind of team up against other people and exactly. Well, and you and, really like as far as far as being a viewer, you get to see kind of who's working together too. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that that. Uh, they're working together and they're working against so-and-so and kind of where people fall in people's pecking order as to like who they go after first and then next. So yeah. Oh. What do you think? Wolfie? It was all right. <laughs> You're out of control. <laughs> oh, God. All right. You need to pick it up. I know you like a good shtick, but, <laughs> but we're bored of it. Wolfie. I am. I'm way bored of it. Carry the show like you always do. Uh, right? I'm tired of talking so much. <laughs> um, yeah, so Corey says that he loves night challenges. Uh, it reminds him of Friday Night Lights. Uh, he wants to win this one and get his fifth win, which will make him uh, have the most wins of anyone there. Uh, Bailey says that she feels like this is a gift she's playing to win, uh, and, or if she can't win, she's going to play to strategically get into purgatory. 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 Yeah. So, uh, right off the gate. You you skipped it, Amanda, but while we're on the topic of Corey. Yeah. Before they went off to this challenge, he again was looking through a stack of kid pictures. Listen, this is his motivation. This is his this is his process. Yeah. We, I've always liked Corey, but this season I love Corey. Right. What a guy. And dreamy yeah. too. Just dreamy. Kind of incredible that like Cheyenne wouldn't tell him initially that he had a kid. You know what I mean? He's he's he seems he seems okay, I guess I don't know from but he seems like a good dad. Like yeah. from watching the show and and then seeing this on the challenge and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's like you're kind of like I mean, I guess young Corey, you might not have known how he would react, but man, I tell you what, I feel like he seems like a pretty decent dad. Yep, it suits him. It does. Um, let's see. Uh, so in this challenge, um, Fessy's pretty uh, leading the pack of them all kind of running out um, and back. And then Anissa says that she's behind all the other girls and that she feels kind of alone and that this is a survival mission or something. <laughs> I don't know. I felt um, so bad for Anissa during that little confessional. It feels very defeatist. You know, like, yeah, I feel like, like I said, to, uh, I said to Brian uh, earlier, because he's like, well, he's like, I never know how these things are going to, you know, pan out. And I said, I don't know. She sounded very defeated all episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, so then we also hear about, of course, we know that Fessy, Corey and Nelson are working together. Um, but then their game plan is to get 
all go to Kyle's bit, uh, barrel first, and then Rogan, and then Johnny. Uh, one of my favorite things about this challenge is them playing Cake the Distance. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was so pumped for that. This is so brilliant. This is perfect for a challenge like this. Like, Oh, what a song. I was yeah, singing along with it. Yeah, yeah, we were singing here, for sure. <laughs> yeah, my kids were getting so annoyed with me, but oh man. Great song. Going for speed. That's all I'll say. Uh, Song's about masturbation. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well. Is it really? Yep. Anyways, I didn't know that. <laughs> I still enjoy it. It's fun. Think about mm-hmm. the lyrics. Well, yeah. Doesn't Cake also do the short skirt and the long jacket? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of into that. Um, Man, that late late nineties. That was the that was the time for songs about masturbation. Yeah, there's kind of a lot of them. Yeah. Who is Um, that? Flagpole Sitta. Yep. Harvey Danger. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a masturbation song. Green Day had a masturbation song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Coming soon to you, masturbation (laughs) mixtape. You know who would put one of those together for you? Brian J. Polk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should. He knows everything about <laughs> he masturbation. He knows everything about music, and I'm sure he knows all of the masturbation songs. So you just ask him. <laughs> all right, we'll do it. Do it. Maybe he's still, we'll watching, maybe he's still watching and listening since oh, God, they're no, the Big Brother maybe. people. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I oh, guarantee man. they're not. Listen, there's a lot of Big Brother people left. Like this would be a good season to watch if you were what if you were a Big Brother fan. I'm just saying. I'll let him know. Yeah, right. You should get in on it. Uh, let's see. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, they're pretty much going back and forth. Uh, Kyle's bin is like overflowing. It's probably the most entertaining of the of the barrels. And he looked like insulted when he saw how how yeah. much was in his. He was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Right. Um, but yeah, they pretty much just run back and forth anyways, but then TJ gives them their five minute warning and you realize like Kyle's all the way up by the pile. Like that's kind of far, like you better, you better hurry up. Uh, so's Nelson, uh, and Anissa, uh, and all three of them end up getting DQ'd. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm not so surprised about Kyle and Anissa. Nelson really surprises me because we've seen that dude run, and that guy can run. Well, we know he can run, but he's not always like he—he's not always like the most logical. Like, oh, I—I I don't have time for that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like he made a time error there, but he must have. That it really did surprise it didn't me. Matter it matter to him if he won this, like you know. And really, no, but- it didn't. Like, Kyle was never going to be able to hold that barrel with all those bricks, like, all that weight in it either. That's what I said to Brian. I said, well, he's better off. Like, was he going to last, like, two seconds up there holding that giant barrel up anyways? Right. You know, so. um, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for Anissa, I think it was just, like, uh, it gave people ammunition that maybe she didn't need to give them, you know? Like, yeah. had she have gotten back and been able to hold her barrel for a little while and, like, put in a little bit of a showing in her strength, I feel like it would have been better for her. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, when there's always when there's already this doubt around the house that maybe she doesn't have what it takes. Yeah, this isn't this to isn't then good. immediately prove that you don't have what it takes. Uh, yeah, it's not a not a great right. move for your game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, once they all get up and they're holding their uh, barrels suspended, uh, Rogan is the first out. Um. But he gave it a shot with that heavy ass barrel, man. Yeah. I I respect him for trying. I would have right. just been like, ah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Corey says that his is super light. He thinks that he can be there all day. Uh, D drops, and then Casey, then Bananas, then Bailey. Then Josh cuts, tries to cut a deal. Um, Josh says, let me get in the tribunal. Um, and at this point, it's Josh, Corey, and Fessy still up there. On the men's side. On the men's side, yes. We're talking about the men's side. And, Mm. like... Nothing is said to any of the women, which I think is odd. Yeah. But Josh really just asked the guys, like, hey, can I, will you put me in the tribunal if you win or if you, if I, if I drop or whatever? And this was dumb. Like, okay, Fessy and Corey were dumb. He was gonna drop it. Like, why did you cut in deals? You know? Yeah. Like, I felt like this was dumb move on their part. Like, you two knew that you could outlast Josh. So why are you even entertaining him cutting deals? Like, right. it's silly. Do you, th- do you think that was just part of their big brother thing, that he wanted to help out a big brother guy and this was a chance to do it? No. No? He, so? he just, you just think Fessy wanted to make tribunal yeah. and he was going to say whatever he had yeah, to say? I feel like I feel like Fessy, since the moment he got his red skull, he's been worried that somebody is going to throw him in and he'll have to defend it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he really wants to win everything. And, you know, I think that's a good mentality when you're a rookie with a red skull. Yeah. Um, or a prospect or whatever the heck we're calling him. Um, and then... Uh, and then I think that Corey uh, really wants to win for very much the same reason. Like, he's worried that, like, him and Johnny aren't good and Johnny's going to, you know, find a little way to get him out. You know what I mean? Get him out or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they were just paranoid. Um, yeah. Because really, they both have red skulls. Like, what do they care? Like, you know. Um, they kind of know that it's going to come down to Josh and Kyle going in. Like none of the guys want to go. None of the guys with a red skull want to go in against, you know what I mean? Like, so you might've, it was weird. Yeah. That that was exactly my thinking too, is that we, we basically can guarantee it's going to be Corey and Kyle going in unless there's some weird shenanigans here. So who really cares who's in the tribunal and who's the house vote and who's whatever it's, this is what it's going to come down to Josh and Kyle. Yeah, what did I say? Corey and Kyle. Oh, Josh Kyle, sorry. Yep. Yeah. So Wolfie, I forgot you were there. Right. You're like hey D. Guys. I right. Just he forgot for a moment that he was <laughs> did you hear him too? He was in a normal tone of voice. He forgot for a moment. Would you quit reminding him, please? I thought I heard him wake up. Oh, he did wake up for a minute and then you reminded him. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, let's see. So I think it's stupid that these two uh, make this deal. It's ridiculous. But whatever. They both say that they will put him in the tribunal, which never mind the fact that you're both agreeing to put Josh in the tribunal. Fine, whatever. But like there's going to be a female winner, too. And 
it's not just a men's elimination week. So it's not you can use the card of like it's a men's elimination. So we're going to have two men like how could you ever promise this without asking any of the women like yeah. this that this is asinine. Like, yeah. And I, I don't really blame uh, Fessy because he's new and, you know, sure. He was just doing what he had to do. I don't even really blame Josh because he's just sort of stupid. And um, right. I, this is what I expect from him. Corey, especially when Fessy made the made the promise to Corey, who already yeah. knew that he'd made a promise to Josh, yeah. who's played this game. What was Corey thinking that he what took was it? That? He needed yeah. to work that shit out before he dropped his yeah. barrel. Talk to Jenny. Talk to Fessy. Yes. Let's get everybody on the same page here. This whole thing is weird. Like no yeah. one, no one asked any of the girls. Like, hey, uh, is this cool? You know, is this cool? Is, uh, can we do this as a third? Like, they have to realize that there's going to be two people deciding this. It's not just one person. And like, it's pretty apparent that they think they can steamroll whoever the hell wins on the girl side. Right. Like, and that. Is, doesn't sit well with me you know yeah. like I just feel like you know I feel like it's like almost intended which makes uh, which makes what happens even sweeter um, so yeah so Fessy makes this deal Fessy and Corey make this deal with Josh and then Josh takes this deal and then Fessy makes the same deal with Corey and Corey yeah. drops Jesus uh, making Fessy the men's winner. And then Melissa, uh, Melissa, bless her heart, she is trying hard uh, to hold this thing up, but it is very obvious that Jenny's, uh, Jenny's just chilling, and mm -hmm. uh, Melissa ends up dropping hers. And Jenny and Fessy are the winners. Yeah. Yay. And this is also where Fessy sort of, like, immediately backtracked, right, and said, yes. to, said to Josh, like, Josh. I didn't say you were going to be in the tribunal. My second deal, my last deal is the best deal. Like, what? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Like, like you're going to be the house thing. You, yeah. Yeah, he, he was basically saying, you just want to go in. I'll guarantee you go in, right. but you're not going to be in the tribunal. Kind of shitty of Fessy. Right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's crappy. But at this point, at this point... They are still acting like it's obviously Corey, like mm -hmm. without ever talking to the other person. Like, yep. Um. So Josh gets pissed. Uh, yeah, and Corey and Fessy do all this promising that that he won't he'll get picked. Um, and then Fessy and Jenny get called up to decide who's going to be the third member of the tribunal. And Fessy kind of tells Jenny like, Hey, you owe Corey for the two favors that he did for you. I owe Corey. Let, uh, it's going to be Corey. So, you know, we can pay our debts to Corey or whatever. And Jenny's kind of like, she wants to do, give it to some, it's obvious. We should just give it to somebody that doesn't have a red skull. So Kyle or Josh, right. um, and they're kind of arguing back and forth. Like Fessy's kind of like, yeah, but you owe Corey like, and he wants this. So let's let him have it. You know what I mean? Um, yep. and so TJ interrupts them and sends them back up, uh, to, with everybody and then asks, okay, and so who's the third member? And Jenny speaks up and says their third member is going to be Josh. 
Yeah. Right. This is very weird. I do think Jenny owes Corey one. This and this would have yeah. been an easy, easy repayment here. She probably should have done it. She should have. But I see her. I see her point of of wanting somebody that doesn't have a red skull. Yeah. So there's no perfect answer, but like, uh, well, a lot I feel of like Jenny stuff. tries to play this game, yeah, where she's kind of nice to everybody, and she yeah. plays fair, and she really, you know, like she, oh, these people don't have it. We should give them an opportunity. Um, you know. She plays a little like that, but then she also wanted to go into that first elimination. I will never forget that. I will never forget that Jenny took that easy freaking yeah. shot. When you are by far one of the strongest girls there, you did that. Like, that, it just doesn't sit well with me. But besides that, uh, I do think this is a good play for Jenny just because, like, hey, no one even asked her, so I would absolutely do ob- opposite of whatever the hell they wanted. You made all these deals. I didn't make any of these deals. Like, you know. Um, yeah, yeah so, she also maybe could have leveraged the deal with Corey, although maybe it's too late for that. I don't know. Uh, this whole thing was just a clusterfuck. Oh, I don't know uh, if Corey would have given her another deal. I feel like I feel like Corey really was banking on repayment. Yeah. I don't think Corey wanted to give Jenny any more of anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. And and definitely after uh, after today, he is not going to be uh, giving Jenny anything else she wants. Oh no! So, uh, yeah, Corey asked if if Jenny, have you really done me wrong now twice? Uh, Corey is super pissed off. He's done now a couple couple favors for her, and she has not repaid any. And she's actually not done what he wanted twice <laughs> so uh, what do you think yeah well, I think that this is a bad deal for Jenny I think that you know like you can't quite play that way you can't play and make promises and say I'll have your back or I'll give you what you want and then not follow through I feel like that's not a good game move for Jenny yep for like the long term Wolfie uh, any input on that what's that uh, it's unfortunate it is. Thank you for chiming in. Uh, <laughs> so TJ announces that the the losers will nominate one female and one male uh, to go into purgatory. And then the tribunal will pick uh, two of each uh, to interrogate to possibly vote into elimination. Um, so... Bessie, of course, says he knows that Corey is going to be pissed, but he kind of lays it out, and their plan will still work. Uh, So he's like, it's fine. We're both going to be safe still, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Greg in the chat room says, I still don't understand why Corey needed to be in the tribunal. I don't either. I think he wanted to be just to make him. I think he's just feeling a little paranoid, and he just wanted to be safe. I think so. He he wanted guaranteed safety. Think, well, and I think also too. I think Corey always wants the opportunity to make a power move, and yeah. depending, you know, on who the house votes in and what he or what the elimination looks like, having the opportunity to kick Johnny in there. Like I feel like Corey would have had Johnny on that docket. Yeah, and if he saw that elimination, he thought whoever like if it house voted Kyle and okay, then he would have thought if Kyle could beat him at that, he would have put you know what I mean. I feel like yeah. I feel like that's the kind of stuff that Corey is thinking about the game as a whole and strategic, you know, and strategic moves. And so I do think that 
along with keeping himself safe, I think he always wants to kind of have um, a second option or mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing, which I think is smart gameplay, you know? Yeah, I do too. In terms of like just keeping him safe, though, I do think he's safe with Fessy oh, and the yeah. tribunal. Yeah. And even Jenny, he can at least say to Jenny, like, hey, I deserve to be in this tribunal. You haven't paid me back yet. So the least you can do is at save least. me this yeah, time. Exactly. That's the least you can do. Um, so I, I do think Corey's safe no matter what. But um, yeah, he wanted to be in that tribunal. Yeah. Uh, so then back at the bunker, uh, Corey questions Fessy um, over this whole thing. Uh, Fessy says he tried everything. Um, and really it looked like for whatever amount of time they were given I mean he pretty much pled the case mm-hmm. and Jenny didn't take it so I mean Corey says that he feels slighted I think that Corey's got a massive case of paranoia um, and I think he's worried uh, that Fessy's kind of jumping ship um, and you know I think that this game does that to you <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, I think it was pretty clear that Fessy, you know, tried and he's like, hey, I tried like and you know, I feel like when you're new, like you're not going you're the newer person. You're not going to speak up when TJ asks who you're going to, you know, you're going to let the uh, more senior person do that, you know, like mm-hmm. so, you know, you let Jenny speak up. And I think that maybe he learned a lesson here, like. If you want something done, you speak up. I mean, Johnny, that's why Johnny gets into how many tribunals, because the minute they're like, who wants or who do you want to be in the, the third member of the tribunal? Johnny goes, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's about speaking up. Sometimes it's just about being a, a bug in an ear or something. Yeah. But I think you in the recap, we're back to the bunker, right? And they're t- like Corey and uh, yeah. Fessy are talking. Mm-hmm. I just want to give them both uh, a pat on the back for, like, handling a fight and a conflict oh, like sure. grown fucking adults. Right. We see this on the show all the time where it ends up screaming and being broken up by security. And Corey was just like, hey, I'm pissed at you. And Fessy was yeah. like, well, you you deserve to be. I should have done something different. And Corey was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, right. <laughs> then we're fine. Right. Like, like, yeah, that's adult man argument. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, so, yeah, I think then that takes us to nominations. Nominations, which, which were pretty uneventful. Um, Kyle pretty much asked for the vote, and he unanimously gets the vote. Uh, Bailey almost too syrupy, sweetly pleads for her case, um, and Bailey unanimous gets the unanimous vote. Yeah, uh, what I don't do like do? I don't like nominations like this. I like a little turmoil. I like a little yeah. competition. Me too. And generally speaking, I feel like this Red Skull shit, the the challenge. No, it's bullshit now, right? Everybody gets a chance for a Red Skull. For some of these people, I feel like it would be way smarter to be like, oh, sorry, Kyle, we're not even going to give you a shot. Like we're, we need to get rid of bananas and we need to get rid of Fessy. So we're going to put these two together somehow. Against each other. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, because then you have a, a smaller final, you can get out some strong players. This right. bullshit where it's like, oh, everybody gets a shot at the Red Skull. Doesn't right. that, like, eliminate the whole point of it? Or Yeah, yeah beeps. You, like, they're not utilizing these things to their advantage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, at least the small advantage that it has. I feel like these Red Skulls could have been way more exciting. And I feel like there's not enough episodes for it to get exciting. So I've yeah. given up hope. Okay. <laughs> given up hope. 
Yeah. Well, now, I mean, at I this mean, point, you know, at this point, we're walking in the next episode. Everybody, every single person. What the hell is yep. the point? There is no point then. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like we said, OK, I guess they had to do an elimination and they couldn't just skate around it. OK, that's fine. But that's the, red fine. Skull, the red skull itself doesn't do anything like. Right. It's not like you lose it or, you, you know, I mean, I guess if you lose the elimination, you leave. But, I mean, it's not like you can lose it or get it back or. Like, right. I mean, it, these aren't it would be happen. it would be so much cool if it was like the island where it's, you know, there's four men's red skulls yes. and four women's red yes. skulls. And then and, you're and then once for these precious yes. spots all once you, season. Once all four are dealt out, then you've got to battle somebody that has yes. one for theirs, you know, yes. I don't know. It could have been really cool. And just the way it played out, it's just sort of like, but dumb. It hasn't done it for me. And like, I don't feel like it's going to do anything because we've only got one more episode before the final. And, you know, at this point, everyone's gone. So what the hell? Yep. Um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, then we get Melissa and Fessy talking about, oh, where am I at? Oh, yeah, talking about the people not wanting to run with Anissa. Um, Melissa's really trying to plead her case hard here for not being thrown in. Um, but then Fessy also says, but if it's physical, then she could come back. Um, and so, yeah, really, sure. they're kind of, like, you know, weighing the options. Like, well, I don't know if it's such a great idea if we're trying to get rid of her if it's something physical. Um, so, and then Nelson... Nelson takes the high road. He goes and tells Anissa, hey, people are talking. Uh, and they're saying your name. And they're saying they don't want to run in a final with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then this is when Anissa starts pitching the individual game um, kind of strategy. She says that, that they are all being really dumb uh, about it all. Yeah. Well, this was another conversation where I just really liked Nelson. He has these moments where he's like a human being and it's like really nice to see it. Uh, I thought the way he handled Anissa was really well done, frankly. I agree. I agree. Wolfie, are you warming up to Nelson? Nelson. Wolfie, are you awake? Whatever. He's okay. Right. Listen, maybe next week I'll be boring so that I can just not (laughs) be on the podcast. Yeah, we've just got to take turns being the boring one. Right? I'll just We just need to make, like, soundboards, you know, and then maybe one of us can just host and... Right, and just do up audio. Like, yeah, we could all take every every third week off. Sure. Nice. Uh, Wolfie, um, we need sound effects for, like, the bunker. Right. Um, What else do we need? We need some British slang. We need your Josh impression. Okay, guys. (laughs) <laughs> all right all right that's all he's got folks i was waiting for something else that was it that's it uh, all right that's it all right that's it um nelson uh he he also tries to tell her like hey maybe you should try to get them to go for casey um since you know she would be like harder to beat in a final um, kind of go that route, but then he says, but then there's two big brother people on the tribunal, so that could be a really hard sell. Uh, so yeah, then we get a night out. Uh, Seth says, Wolfie, you sound like your nickname should be Loti. 
Sure, guys. <laughs> and George says hi to me and you. He must not even know you're on the show tonight, Wolfie. Right. It's like we've woken you up for a nap. Mm-hmm. Right. Listen, if it was funny, it would be great. <laughs> I think it's funny-ish. Right. You think it's funny, but people like to hear my laugh, so it matters if I think it's funny. <laughs> Um, let's see. See how I laughed at myself because I'm funny. There you go. <laughs> Crack yourself up, Amanda. Right? Usually Brian does a good job. He's not doing it today. Not tonight. Uh, let's see. So, where the frick did I go now? Uh, nominations. Back night out. Oh, yeah. And it was a super casual night out. Everyone was wearing t-shirts and hoodies, I noticed. Um, Man, you noticed the weirdest the stuff, Amanda. I have never noticed what people are wearing ever, unless it's unless it's uh, Melissa wearing her glasses. I don't <laughs> notice. Knows, yeah. I don't notice if people have good skin or not. Yeah. I just don't notice anything. Well, anyways, everyone was dressed down. It was a chill night out. All right. Uh, Josh and Fessy um, are talking. Josh asks why Corey is pissed. Like, where were you? Did you hear him make the deal with Corey? Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Josh, you would have been steaming mad if it went down the opposite way. Yeah, like, well, he was steaming, he was steaming yeah, mad before, when, before that. Can you imagine yeah, when he him at the to... bar, though? I mean, Corey's just not sitting with Fessy. You know what I mean? But can you imagine Josh at this bar if Josh wasn't in the tribunal? It would be a mess. Yeah. A mess. Right. He'd be yep. yelling. He'd be crying. Yep. I mean, that's what he was doing at the at the yeah. uh, challenge when he thought it wasn't going to go his way. Yeah. Throwing little well, fits. I mean, um, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, this is just one of these times when Josh is literally just like stroking Fessy's ego. You dominated. Don't let anyone knock you for that. Like no one. He's not talking about that. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, let's see. Then we get Corey talking to Anissa. Uh, Corey says that he's come too far to snap now. Cause I really do think that that's what this is. It's kind of a little snap. He's kind of like, Oh my God, are people coming? Is Fessy not really working with me? Is it, is, are people coming after me? Am I going to go home next week right before the final? You know, like I think he's, um, I think he's getting paranoid. Mm -hmm. Um, and Anissa, or so Corey tells Anissa that she should go talk to Jenny um, and see if she can sway Jenny to not go for her. So Anissa goes to Jenny uh, and talks to her. Um, and she says that uh, she just asks her, hey, I would just appreciate it if you didn't blindside me. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. Seth, Seth in the chat room says, "Reminder that Corey and Anissa used to hook up." I was just thinking that, and yeah. I didn't say it, but it's weird to reflect on that now, okay. isn't it? Yeah, it was weird back then too. I guess it was a little weird back then. Um, yeah, she very much had like an older sister vibe, you know, like, and and he was felt like you know pretty young back then, so it did feel kind of weird. Yeah, it was um, d- dirty thirty, right when they were hooking up. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see. 
So then we get, oh, and so Jenny then says in, a, in her little confessional that it would be good, it would actually be good for her game for her to keep Anissa because why take out somebody that's going to be easy for her to to beat, you know? Like, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that takes us to the tribunal. Uh, Jen, Jen, Jenny says that. Listen, I'm just not even waiting for you today. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny says to start with the guys. Um, Josh says that he is 100% going in. Um, so then they just have to come up with two guys to bring in who will be okay with Josh going in. Like, what? Okay, everyone doesn't, no one cares. Um, Jenny just doesn't want to call Corey in because she doesn't want to have to deal with him coming confronting her i mean yeah. she, she's just being kind of a, a sissy about that so well she's right though she she owes it to him to at least give him this this win don't you think even if her reasoning is not maybe not right the the end result is sure but i mean i think she just doesn't want to deal with him coming in there like she doesn't want to have to talk to him like because, I mean, it's not like he's going to go in, like, or get, even get voted in. Like, yeah. and he would know that if he got called in there. It's, she just doesn't want to even have to sit there and him confront her in front of them. Like, you know, right. I think that's what she doesn't want. Like, it's not like, oh, Corey's going to be worried if he gets put in the tribunal vote, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But, you know, it's the right move to keep him out of it anyway. Right. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Regardless of that, she doesn't want to hear from him. It's it's just the right move to do it. It's a human, decent human thing to do. Save my boy Corey. I, I feel like it wasn't in her mind. It wasn't like, oh, I'm doing this to be nice. It was I'm doing this so that I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I don't know. Like Je- there's a been a couple times like this. That you're just kind of like, Jenny, I don't know. I really liked you. And I feel like sometimes you do these things or you say these things that I'm like, I don't know. I don't really like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Seth corrects me. He says, no, it was bloodlines, I think, oh. because Dirty 30 Corey was in a house with three former hookups, Anissa, Kayla, and Camilla. That is true. I remember that now. Ago. But Dirty Thirty was the one I where can they see sort them of in that kitchen though, like I yeah, the, well, and, and in the uh, fucking Redemption House, right? Yeah, they had a little something something in that Dirty Thirty Redemption House too. They like went on a date together or something. Remember That's that? That was right. real weird. That's right. That's what you're mixing together. You're mixing I, together uh, that little Redemption House thing and yeah, um, and the other. But yeah, I remember them being in that kitchen, smooching. Yeah. Um, Sneaking, thinking no one saw him. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a reality show. Yeah, right. Um, Cameras everywhere. So yeah. So then on to the girls. Um, Fessy says that he's never going to say Casey's name. So um, like she's out, uh, or that him and Josh are never going to say Casey's name. Uh, and then Josh brings up that the weakest girl is Anissa. Um, and like, I just find it crazy that Josh is so concerned about Anissa and isn't he kind of the Anissa of the men's <laughs> group? I mean, 
Yeah, but he doesn't think that. He does know? not, does he? <laughs> nope. He thinks he's Fessy and Johnny Bananas and CT rolled into one. All rolled into one, yeah. Um, so it's kind of uncomfortable for him to talk so poorly about somebody's potential performance in a final when you don't hear people talking about his potential, you know, performance in a final all the time. Right. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they end up, they end up, uh, ending on Anissa and Melissa for the two girls. Uh, let's see. So Rogan is the first in, um, he makes a joke. He said he made you come in on laundry day. He's wearing some crazy Hawaiian shirt. Uh, Jenny tells him to, tells him to tell them a joke. And he said, this is, I thought that was pretty fun. That was a good little Rogan. Um, yep. So yeah, this was a fun little Rogan moment. He pretty much came in and said, "Hey, I get it. Like, thanks." Uh, you know. Yep. Later. <laughs> Tiffany in the chat room just says "garbage person." Not sure who that's referring to. There's a lot of choices here, but uh, yes, Rogan. This was the one thing we saw of Rogan this time around, and uh, yeah, I liked it. Like, it's funny and charming in these yeah. little bite-sized pieces. Yeah, right. But yeah, I'm fine with this being Rogan's place. Just little yeah. bite-sized chunks of Rogan. Right. Um, Nelson. Well, and this was also like these little quips are what we saw with him and Joss. So Joss and him would have kind of like these little funny moments together. And without Joss here this season, Rogan's been a lot more drama and a lot less like kind of fun, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, so then Nelson's up next. Uh, Nelson says that he's tired of being on that side of the table. Um, Josh tells Nelson he's going in. Nelson acts like he's upset. He says he's over this. And he walks out laughing. Um, then it's the girls. So Melissa's next. Um, Melissa pretty much said, you know, she plays the, you want to go to a final with Anissa or do you want to go to the final with a workhorse ultimately like me? Um, and then Anissa's, is oh yeah so Josh Josh again asks her about being paired up at a final like over and over again I think that's what makes it so uncomfortable is that somebody who is not like some massive competition beast saying over and over again like I mean like listen I just feel like you know kick a person while they're down like I mean okay Anissa's heard that people are saying this is this like I mean like how many times like I, I do feel bad for her at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, too, but, like, I mean, I give her credit. The fact that she can kind of keep herself decently motivated with everyone kind of saying that about her is pretty incredible. Like, um, even though she does seem kind of down about it all. I mean, she still was like, I know I'm worth it. I know I can do it. And, like, um, you know, like, good for her. I don't know if I would be strong enough. If everybody around was telling me I couldn't run, I'd be like, fine, I guess I can't. Like, you know, like, like guess they're right, you know? Have a yeah. good hard cry and say, later, Teach. Everyone told me I can't do it, so I'm going home. Yeah. And it's so much worse coming from Josh, who just sucks yeah. at everything. And yeah. to have him be the one that's sort of putting her in the place yeah. here. Like, it's uh, like salt in the wound. I don't know. For sure. Um, But Anissa does plead her case about the individual game. And I think this is when she does it the absolute best. 
Um, she does say that there, uh, there are other elements to the final besides running. Um, if you can trust someone uh, to run in a final with you who can't swim or do puzzles, uh, why can't you just trust somebody who can't, you know, who isn't the best endurance runner? Mm-hmm. And I think these are good, valid points. I mean, yeah, like they you're are. sending it's... people to finals. You you put people in finals all the time that you know can't swim yeah. or. Uh, it it yeah. is weird though. It's it's a different strategy than we see normally from the challenge because normally when it gets this close to the final and you're trying to make your case of why you should be kept there, usually it's oh I suck I'm weak you can beat me in a final that's why you want me to stay. And both of them are arguing, like, I'm tough, I'm strong, I can do this. Right. Which, like, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense in the context of Josh, who wants somebody strong, but it, it feels like a weird approach. It's just one we're not used to seeing. Well, I think we've seen it played both ways. I mean, I feel like, uh, generally speaking, like, if you're, if, if, we most of the time, if it's against your own, you want to you wanna appear weaker. But if it's to help somebody, you want to appear stronger. So... I think I've seen it played both ways um, yeah. in the past. Well, maybe <laughs> Definitely it's, maybe far it's... more common when uh, you know they're going after uh, they want weak players with them to beat. You know, right? And maybe it's different because this time around, like we don't know what this final is going to look like. If it's if it is going to have to be played in pairs or if it's all individual, that makes a big difference. You know, if it was all individual, you want the weakest person. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. If it's, right. If you're gonna yeah, have to do teams, know. yeah, then you, yeah, you have to have somebody. Yeah, and history yep. shows in these types of things, you typically, you know, it's kind of like an equalizer. It kind of keeps everyone pseudo together for different mm-hmm. legs. You know, they they pair them up. Um, right. So let's see. Uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, you can tell at the end of it that they kind of all think like, hey, she did bring up some good points. And I was like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they'll think, uh, think a little about it. But oh, they pretty much all say they don't know which way to go. Um, then Corey confronts Fessy in the kitchen again. Uh Bessie says that he tried and Corey says that he is still or that he is but or Corey says that he you're still my boy but dot 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 um Fessy says that he was butt hurt uh Corey has Fessy tell the camera that he would have won that one (laughs) I like this I I like this this. I do like this I feel like this is a very like guy's way of solving a problem for Which sure. Is like, hey, just admit I'm superior and we can move yeah. on. Like, yep. so, like, that's really what Corey wants. Like, just tell tell everybody that I'm better. Yep. And, and I on. and I love that Fessy did not hesitate for one no. second. He, he just no. did it. Right. Because um, it's, yeah, this is what, like, everybody that I've ever had, like, this is kind of how problems are solved. I feel you just like sort this of say, is like, exactly how guys solve problems. Yeah, and uh, it's it's nice to see it on challenges because it's it's hard for me to relate sometimes when you have these like big blow up fights and throw drinks on each other and security yeah. wrestles them away. It's just it all feels like bullshit. But then when you see this, it's like okay, that's I, I've I've done that. I've been in that right? position, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It feels cool. Yeah. Um, I love it because then Corey uh, sneaks up and uh, pats him on the back and says. Uh, 
that's one strike. Uh, let's not make it three. He kind of <laughs> chuckles. And I and I like this kind of little, uh, you know, banter. Like, hey, like, we're squashed. Like, we won't worry about it. Just don't, <laughs> just don't screw me over again. Yep. Wolfie, you agree? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um... Can't wait for the reviews after this episode. Uh, <laughs> especially when people, oh, a new listener to the podcast, no idea, no idea. Brian's just acting like a crazy person. He normally says things, I think, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um. So yeah, then I think that takes us to purgatory. See, I did a good job. Cha-cha, purgatory. Um, so they walk in to Purgatory and we see cars and rope in pur- in the Purgatory uh, arena. Um, they kind of all look at each other and are like, do you know what this is? And like, they're like, no. Um, if Ryan was talking, you know, he might say that he called this, but he's not talking. So I shouldn't even give him credit. Uh, Wolfie, if you're awake over there, Seth says you're being the Josh of this podcast tonight. I don't know if that's going to inspire inspire action on your behalf or not. And it makes you kind of infuriated, angry, doesn't it? Yeah, right? I'm very, I'm very angry. (laughs) Wolfie, I need you to talk into the mic and say that I'm a better podcaster than you. You're a very good podcaster, Tim. I'm a better podcaster than you. You're a very good podcaster, Tim. I'm I'm a better one than you. Listen. Oh, you're fucking it up. See, now uh, now we're going to have to fight. Call the security guards. It's on. Right, it's on via the internet. It's on. I want to make sure security guards are there to break it up before I attack, though. <laughs> I'm that kind of you a got, fighter. You've got plenty of time to get him here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's not going anywhere. He's half asleep. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Kyle and Bailey are called down. Listen, Brian's got me all sorts of out of whack. <laughs> um, Kyle and Bailey are called down. Uh, then we get the tribunal vote. Um, first up uh, is the women. Um, Fessy is the first to vote. And he says that he um, is trying to play a really loyal game. And uh, with that in mind... Um, and one with his friends or people he's made friends with. I don't know, something like that. Anyways, with that said, he said that he has to say Melissa because he can't say Anissa. Mm-hmm. And then we get Jenny. Uh, and Jenny pretty much says kind of the same thing. And she says she's kind of... Melissa and her came in together even though... Uh, and so she is going to have to say Anissa. So that leaves it all down to Josh. Um... And Josh ends up here again, rubbing salt in the womb, talking about how he doesn't want to run a final with her. Yeah. As if he's actually going to get out of this elimination. Please, Josh. Right? It's just... Not get ahead of yourself. I mean, you know, it's... I don't know. I just don't... I just don't like it. Yeah, I don't understand why anybody has to say, like, derogatory things right before an elimination. Yeah, right? why, why can't you just say, like, oh, God, this is a really hard right. choice. I really yeah. love both of right. you. Yep. It just comes down to blah, 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 and Anissa, it has to be right. you, and I'm sorry. Yeah. 
this shit where it's like it's got to be one of you and i'm sorry anisa tonight's your night you know what i mean like and that's fuck you you suck it's like dude. no one wants to i don't want to run a final like god somebody said that to you before you went down there and i think that that's what i have such a problem with 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 josh is that he is he's just unaware of like that if the rules were reversed and the situations were reversed, like how he would feel in that position, you know? Yeah. And like, and the chance of you being in that situation are high. (laughs) Like that's the worst part is like, goodness. Yeah. Oh man. Wolfie, do you feel that same way about Josh? Uh, He's doing what he feels he has to do to make it to win the final. (laughs) <laughs> all right stunning commentary wolfie thank you <laughs> very insightful you know it's really changed my opinion on josh right yeah well if Amanda doesn't do the show notes then no one hears anything <laughs> oh lord you're too much let's see uh so this elimination uh tj announces called knots of war uh this is one of one of the ones that i love i love watching this one played usually um but i felt yeah. like this one was edited really bad um, yeah well this is this is not so fast which we've seen a few times but yeah. just with a car yeah. and a slightly different name sort of yeah, stupid why not just use the same game yeah, I but I but I do enjoy this game. I feel like uh, it's kind of it's kind of different. Um, it definitely puts people like you have to think quick on your feet and move quickly. Um, and people that uh, you know panic under pressure do not do well usually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, each player is connected to a rope. They make knots, and the first uh, then you switch, and then the first one do the rope. The other partner knots the other partner made and get the rope outside the ring wins. Shakar makes an interesting point too. He says clearly this was Johnny telling Josh what to do in terms of uh, putting Anissa down there. I hadn't thought about that, but that that's probably true because Bananas looked thrilled at yeah. how this was playing out. He was well, giddy, and he's he's also the one that was kind of spearheading this. I don't want to run a final with Anissa. I mean, mm-hmm. we know for a fact that Josh just regurgitates what he hears and, yeah. you know, um, that he doesn't have a lot of, like, individual thought when it comes to gameplay. So, yeah, I'm not thinking that this is a strictly Josh idea. I think that uh, it definitely feels like you know, it's been talked about. And it's like, it, yeah, it feels like Josh always just repeats what somebody else said to him. Yeah. You know? Yep, all his big moves are basically other people telling him what to do. Right. And he exactly. just does it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They weren't like I thought that I thought of this like, you know, it's somebody put the bug in his ear. They made the move. They're the mm-hmm. ones that should take credit for the move or whatever. Yeah. You know? Uh so yeah, uh the women are up first for this uh elimination. Um Yeah, first out the gate, I think the that upon first looks uh, with this being car a car uh, even if it was like the big climbing thing of course uh, Bailey's not or uh, Anissa's not quite as agile and um, as somebody younger like uh, Bailey uh, so I definitely thought she was at a deficit there going into this 
Um, not to mention she's a slightly bigger girl and it's climbing in and out of like car windows that weren't extremely large. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was going to be a little tough, tougher. Um, but Bailey's not a tiny girl. She's tall, um, you know, and definitely not tiny. She's uh, built very athletically. And so she was not being tall. You're not going to have as easy a time getting in and out of this thing either. So, you know, I thought that it was kind of a toss up how uh, how this would go down. Yeah, uh, I don't want to interrupt it, Amanda, but I'm going to anyway. Do it. <laughs> uh, Ryan in the chat room says, did you guys catch that this was clearly guys first, but they played them in reverse order? Oh. I did not. I did not catch that at all. And Ryan, I want you to type I in there why you this. why you right? think that's what happened here. That's yeah. interesting. Right. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Um, but Anissa was very cheering. I mean, I don't know if that's what he's talking about, but she definitely was. Uh, or no, the men or Bailey was cheer or Anissa was cheering for the men. But I don't know if that was or after. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe Anissa didn't look like she'd been through it. Maybe that was it. Maybe. Maybe. I want to know Ryan's reasoning here. Yeah, I do too. Um, But yeah, so this is pretty good. You can't really tell. I feel like with these things, like these eliminations, you can't really tell. It really comes down to the wire, which makes it exciting usually. Um, Because you can't really tell who's how each of them are doing until like they get down to that last little section and all of a sudden like fly out of that thing usually. Uh, Right. People don't like slowly finish this game. Um, they they like slowly trudge along and then all of a sudden, whoa, somebody's done. Right. Um, but this one was incredibly close between Bailey and, uh, and Anissa. Um, yeah, it was edited to look incredibly close, but there was a shot of Anissa's car still after Bailey was done and kind of collapsed yeah. on the ground. You could see that there was still quite a few twists and turns. I mean, I don't know if it would have taken In Anissa car, another. I thought all of hers was on the ground. No, it was on the car. I saw it. It looked. It looked. I mean, it wasn't like incredibly complicated. To, I mean, I, maybe she was two minutes behind, but it was edited to look like she was five seconds behind. You know. Yeah. I don't think it was quite as close as they made it out to be. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan says Anissa was still coated up and very upbeat. You could tell the difference in Anissa's clothing, and also Anissa and Bailey's round. Kyle and Josh weren't in the background the same way. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if it was something with that. Like, I did notice Anissa being very cheery. Um, yeah, because she called him K-Dog, which I thought was super weird. Yeah. We've never heard that before, have we? No, I think we have. K-Dog? Yeah. I, I don't I think I like it. I don't like that one. Right. I think I have heard no. like once, twice. Um, but yeah, so... Um, Bailey... Uh, Squeaks out the win here. Um, she lays on the ground crying. She's super excited. Um, Anissa also cries. She says she can't catch a break. Uh, says she doesn't appreciate people who have only been there or done a few of these things telling her that she can't run in a final. And I agree with that. You know, like, who are you to say, first of all, you haven't been to a final. Who are you to say that you you know, I can't run a final when you haven't even been to one, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm perfectly comfortable saying that. Anissa can't run a final. <laughs> Listen. Hey, I'm just saying. I've never Listen. run a final, and I've never been on the show, but I'm comfortable I, saying that. Yeah. 
Wolfie, what do you think? Is, it, is Anissa capable of running a final? She would try her best. She would. If she had Listen, a chance. She, I mean, I think that Anissa would literally leave it all out there. If she got there, she would leave it all out there. But she'd probably be, she'd probably get an injury. And be taken. That's true. That's true, too. Yeah, Seth says, oh. du- never, never forget Duel 2. That's right. The only final that she's made, I think. And it was pathetic. It was a pathetic, terrible showing. And that was also like 10 years ago when she was in much better shape. So, anyway. Yeah. So, then we get the men's turn. Um, uh, I liked this one for the fact of Melissa coaching Kyle to put tons of rope knots around the windows because Josh can't fit in the windows. (laughs) Well, these are both like kind of clumsy guys, you know, that neither of them are sort of, this is almost the same situation. Okay. Uh, Kyle is very a Bailey and Josh is very an Anissa. Uh, I mean, it's the same kind of uh, people just flipped, you know? Yeah. It's very weird when you look at it that way. It's like they're very much kind of the same kind of, um, you know, like stature-wise, you know, difference and, uh, you know, kind of gameplay strategy-wise. I feel like they're just very, I don't know, it's weird. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I think that Kyle, you know, he definitely dove in and out of that car like a million times. Um, yeah, it seemed like he had a much better strategy. And as Banana yeah. said, Josh just looked flustered That'd and be. anxious and panicked. And panicked. with with this game, you've got to be like very calm and collected. And we've seen this happen to multiple, like, actually good challenge competitors in the past they mm-hmm. get in there and it psychs them out yeah like they get psyched out they get panicked and yeah in either either in either round whether they get panicked in the not making round and they and they just don't do anything yeah or they panic when they get in there untying the knots and they get themselves more knotted up like mm-hmm. we've seen it happen both ways so with yeah, with much better competitors. So somebody who is already, um, you know, maybe not the best. Yeah, I think Josh is just a guy. I think that crumbles under pressure, and this is a this is a pretty high pressure competition. So I called it pretty early. I was, I was like, Josh is not going to win this one. Yeah, no, I didn't think this one was Josh's to win. Um, but yes, so uh, Kyle ends up smoking Josh on this one. Uh, they didn't even edit it to be close. <laughs> um, impossible to do that. Yeah, impossible. They couldn't even do it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I, oh before, before the men went, Anissa said that she wanted karma for Josh because she was, you know, he was the vote that sent her in. Um, Kyle says afterward that him being a snake helped him slither in and through the windows. <laughs> and I love I love that, uh, Kyle. Uh, yeah. And then I also love when he says that no one talks to him at dinner because he didn't have a red skull. <laughs> like, you know, like, these are the moments that, these are the things that Kyle says that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I like Kyle. 
Yeah. He's like Rogan in small chunks. I like. I got real sick of Kyle. Or if you're, you know, if you get too cocky and you get too like, you know, crazy, then that's not good. But these funny little like moments are are uh, are a good time. Um, of course, Josh cries. I know you're shocked. Uh, he said he gave it his all. Uh, he's more motivated now, and he will be back. He says. Oh, I hope not. Um. What I love the most, though, is that when TJ is saying goodbye to Anissa and Josh, she said, he says, uh, Anissa, you know, good fight. It wasn't in it for you, unfortunately. You know, like, I'm sure we'll see you. You're a vet and a competitor, and we're sure we'll see you again. And then he says, Anissa and Josh, take care of yourselves. Like, he didn't even say anything to Josh. Like I don't, I don't plan to see you again. I don't have anything nice to say about you. Um, and actually, after he leaves, um, he calls, uh, he calls Kyle K Dog and uh, Bailey B Swaggy and says that uh she took out a beast and he took out a guy who cries a lot. <laughs> ah, TJ. <laughs> Burn. Burn. TJ was burning Josh on the way out of this episode, man. Loved oh, it. Love this. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, TJ uh, also announces that now everyone has a red skull. Everyone is qualified. Pause. Long pause. Okay. See you soon. No announcement. Everyone was speculating that this would be the uh, final location change um, announcement, and uh, no, uh, no announcement. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, Johnny does make the comment that now that everyone has a red skull, um, no one will want to go to into an elimination. So things are going to get a little dicey. Yep. And so we are two episodes away from the finale, right? We got next week and then the final. Yep. So, um, yeah, next week's going to be interesting because we've, you know, for the last 14 weeks, we've been, we've seen people volunteer to be thrown in. Right. Uh, nobody's going to volunteer next week. We don't know if it's a purge situation or a double elimination or just a regular right. elimination. I, I suspect it's not just a standard one. It's got to be at least a double to keep it fair, right? Yeah. Keep the numbers the same. Um, so we'll see. Should yep. be good. We shall see. Uh, all right. We have hey some guys. new reviews. Hey, Wolfie, did you wake Whoa, up? Holy did shit. we wake you up? Yeah. So, so that was an entire episode of me not saying anything negative about anybody. So if you want that to be boring as fuck every week. <laughs> Then yes, that's what we'll do. It'll be fucking boring. This man has to know a point about everything. Fuck Josh. Fuck him right in his dumb (laughs) eggheaded face. I hope he never comes back. He's an idiot. Him calling somebody dead weight is the funniest goddamn thing that's ever come out of his mouth. Wow, Wolfie, you took an hour and a half long podcast to prove your point, huh? Yeah, that's what he that's does. Dedication. That's dedication. That's what dedication. he does. That's why it's yeah. insufferable to argue with this man. Insufferable. Yeah. yeah. Being right is very important. You will literally like hold a grudge and hold out for like days. Like That's what you get. To. 
That's what they call malicious. You fucking write reviews about me being negative to Josh. I'm going to give you none of it. Yep. That's what they call. See how much fun it is then. Malicious compliance, Wolfie. You don't like it? Bang up, Josh. Fuck off. Do you want to? Do you want to read our first review of the night, Wolfie? Sure. Why not? Do it. So I don't know what the name of this person is. They left us a review on iTunes for one star. And it said, Dean Dina eight nine seven said, I love the challenge. And I was so excited to listen to another challenge podcast, but the way they bash Josh is on another level, extremely disgusting and unnecessary. Mm. Josh obviously wrote that. Yeah. And I think it's very necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck him. I agree. Fuck Josh. I'm glad we don't have to see him again. <sighs> All right. Low6893 says, fun. Love this podcast. They are funny and uh, love the people I love. They a lot of times say the same thing as I was thinking while watching the episode. Keep it up. Well, don't listen Thank to this you. episode. Sorry. It's going to be a garbage one. <laughs> well. <laughs> Garbage uh, this, podcast for garbage people. That's what that's right. Hashtag garbage podcast. Don't call our, our Only the people who leave reviews people. about being negative on Josh. <laughs> Don't this do one the podcast for those people. You do the podcast for the good people. That's well, what you do, Brian. You don't. You don't pander to these no. people. You do the no. podcast for the people that enjoy. No, but now they got a taste. Oh, gross. Never again. Gross. Never yeah. again. You don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> Wolfie, I support you. This one, I think, is some drama that has bled over from our Facebook group to iTunes reviews. Um, it's from somebody named L. Delmar, and it says, Canceled. I thought I thought of this cast as woke, but Mutz proved that he talks the talk but no, has no desire to walk the walk. The fuck is so Mutz? Mutz is our LJ, oh. right? He's the admin. And I think this this L. Delmar is that Lucio guy. Um, I don't know. He must have been banned. I don't remember. I don't remember why or how or whatever. But remember that he's a Josh fan. Maybe. He posted a lot in the Facebook group. And then I don't know. Something must have happened. That's all right. Listen, we 100% support our admins. And if there's questionable things, they always clear it through us. So if you've got a problem, it's probably with us, friends. So Yeah. Well, whenever they ask, like, should I do this? Me and Wolf are just are like, yeah, do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. But I mean, it's not care. like they're, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're out of line. Exactly. And no, well, yeah. I'm just saying, like, they even verify. Like, that's nice. Like, I mean, we 100%, like, if you got kicked out, it was probably for good reason. So. Probably. Yeah. Sorry. Yup, yep. <laughs> yep, I agree. Craig says, good show. Love you guys, even though I'm pretty sure you hate everyone on the challenge. Is there any challenger you guys are fans we of? love Fessy. Come on. Get oh, on yeah. the Fessy train. I mean, I'm fans yeah. of, I, like, I'm legitimately a fan of, like, everyone on the show for different reasons. You know what I mean? Like, Except Josh. I like everybody for different reasons. No. Josh, yeah, Josh except, has except his Josh. moments. No, like, no, he has zero yeah, moments. Everybody has their moments. Like, nope, you know what I mean? Moments. Like, I, I feel like they're characters on a show. Like, and you, you love to hate certain people. And I mean, even, even if that's the case, I mean, that's the character. I mean, you love to hate them. Like, yeah. I would love it I'm if okay he never came like, back. I, I like them as that character and that's okay. Like, you know, that's what these shows are. When Frank left, I was so happy. 
He has not been back, and I am so happy he has not returned. <laughs> yeah, I agree with so, that one, too. He was terrible. Josh. Yeah, but I think, you know, for me, I say something nice about Nelson basically every episode. Fuck Nelson. Corey, too, is my dreamboat. Love that guy. I've come around on Fessy and Casey and Melissa. Yeah, I like most of them. I mean, most of the people that are left, I'm kind of into. Yeah. Uh, Krau says, great podcast. I've been a loyal listener to this podcast for years. It is by far the best challenge podcast, giving me everything I want. The conversation between Tim, Amanda, Brian, and sometimes Hillary makes me feel like I'm having a conversation with friends about the show, which I need to because I'm far too old to be watching the show. Hey, me too. So no one I know watches it. I just joined them on Patreon. Can't wait to hear more content from this crew. Keep up the good work. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Chris, a guy named Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Um, a name I'm not even going to try to pronounce says, Dear Lord, wow, I can't even with this podcast so unprepared. And can their voices sound any less uninterested? Do yourselves a favor yeah. and don't waste your time. Yeah. See what you get when you're not interested? God. <laughs> it's way yeah. worse. Way worse. Well, also, unprepared, we do this show literally minutes after we're done <laughs> watching yeah. the episode. And we only have so like, much time to prepare. Like, if if these people watched me take notes during the episode, you would not be saying unprepared. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, anybody else, can you watch that episode and do that from memory? I doubt you can. <laughs> like, no. Like, no. So, I mean, they're required. I mean, it's, and it's actually like, like yes it did i take more time to prepare before yes but i feel like this requires more preparation because i have to do it so quickly you know what i mean so yeah well maybe you and that dina person who left the one about josh can start your own challenge podcast and you can suck on josh's (laughs) balls and then uh fucking do it a week later so you can take all the notes in the world yeah send us a link um, Ryan wants to know Wolfie's take on Fessy's moves tonight. How much does he love Corey? Why is Bananas funny? Bananas isn't funny. He's an idiot. Uh, Corey is pretty dreamy. And, uh, you know, Fessy's, I think, learning his way, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> kind of did what Kyle did his first season. You make too many deals. Mm-hmm. Just because you're like, I don't know what to do. Yes, deals with everybody. Yeah. And it can bite you in the ass. It takes well, people. This worked uh, out. Yeah, this all worked out. It, it does take people a few seasons of the challenge to sort of figure out the politics of it. Um, I forgive Fessy for this. He he did fuck up, but I think he knows it. I hope he doesn't do it again. And uh, that's all you can do. Yeah. And that's all we got. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks. Except for those two dumb people. Yeah, Wolfie. The cocaine's the cocaine's kicking in. Wolfie, you're feeling a little hyped over there. I'm right. good. Good. All right. Feeling uh, good. Head over to com. All of our shit is over there. Join the Facebook group. Uh, apparently, you can get into drama on there. I don't know what the fuck that whole thing was about. But head over there. Join the Facebook group. Also, join our Patreon. Uh, pre-shows and after-shows and, I don't know, some other content we got to conjure up at some point. But it's all over there. We'll figure shit out after dollar a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything else? Yeah. How about this? How about everybody listening? If you're not on the Facebook group, join it because we are about to enter into a very long hiatus without challenges. Um, 
There's rumors that the next challenge is going to be take depart in August, which uh, that seems um, soon to me. I don't know. But this could be six months or a year until a new season of the challenge. So we're going to need some some way to fill this podcast feed. And if you hop on the the Facebook group, we can sort of put out polls. We can ask for input. You can kind of know what's coming up because it's uh, we're going to be scrambling here, I think, for a little bit. But but what is happening in the meantime? Does anybody else know? Is this the old school challenge thing? Yeah, Mark Long is pushing for an old school challenge. And apparently has gained a lot of steam on Twitter. Yeah. So I know Amanda doesn't really social media that much. Right. Forks got me. Uh, so Mark Long has started contacting other OG players and then sharing screenshots of their conversation nice. of him saying, hey, if we try to organize an OG two-week challenge like the old school challenges, would you be down? And just yeah. about everybody says yes. Yeah. Including Lando Commando. Landon, <gasps> oh, Landon, Landon says he might heart. be able to do it. Mark Long and Landon. Oh <laughs> my yep. god! Oh my god! Um, so all these screenshots are up on our Facebook. Another good reason Ooh. to join. Um, and apparently, it's been gaining a lot of steam. And he, he has even said, even if MTV doesn't want to go for it, he may push the idea to some other TV networks. Yeah. It won't, you know, just won't be challenge affiliated, but it'll be them doing another reality show. Call it the challenge. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. So he's trying to push for that. Apparently today he did an interview and a podcast with USA Weekly. Mm -hmm. Um, It's supposed to come out tomorrow. So gaining some traction. People are interested. Listen, Uh, listen, we've talked about it at length. TV is going to dry up. Yeah. Dry up. Like, COVID is put a hurt on TV. And there are going to be networks looking for programming. And I feel like Mark Long knows that. Like, Mm -hmm. and uh, if there's any better time that you could do something quick that would be quick turnaround, I think that. uh, He's He's pushing for two weeks. Yeah. Somewhere local. Right. Sort of like they used to do on on the beach or at a farm or something. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, old school it. Yeah. Yep. So it'd be cool. And you know, Wes is doing that reality show on Patreon. Yep. So I wonder if they couldn't get like an official, you know, uh, TV station to back them if they just go on Patreon, get a bunch of people giving them twenty, thirty yeah. bucks, and mm-hmm. uh, I would certainly pitch into that. So right. we'll see. I, I have my fingers crossed. I hope it works out. I don't know how much confidence I have in it, but man, it'd be fucking awesome if it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be sweet. Yep. He's got the people rounded up. They're they're ready to do it. So, is Miz coming? No, Miz. <laughs> Miz is still yeah, wrestling, Miz, so he doesn't. Miz he doesn't is busy. No. But Coral, but I think is about a, Cor- yeah, Coral probably, huh? Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, a lot of these old school people. It'd be pretty sweet. It'd be it'd be a good. That's the only reason I would want Mike there, group. though, is because of Coral. I want Mike and Coral together. They're so funny. Yeah. They're a gag. <laughs> Seth brings up, if it's not on MTV, they can get Kenny and Evan to come back. There you go, right? <laughs> That'd be sweet. I'd be in for that. Um, all right. Well, I think that is it uh, for this episode of Challenge. This has been Brian. Amanda. Big T. And as TJ said, you took out a legend. And you took out a guy that cries a lot. The Challenge. The challenge.